Hi, and welcome to episode 10 of the Sister Cast. Welcome back. I'm Amanda. And I am Zoe. And we thought we would take episode 10 to sort of look back at the previous nine episodes and discuss what we've learned so far doing a podcast. Yes, yes, because this was new for both of us. Is the podcast everything you would hope it would be and then some? It's way easier than I thought it would be. Right, because I do all the editing. <laughs> <laughs> when someone else does all the work, it is really easy. Well, I would say that, that we worked well together because I come up with a lot of the content and I keep track of the episode list and I do the editing and the uploading, which I'm really enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are the one who call me every three days. When are we doing the next podcast? I keep us kind of on schedule in that regard. Right. Yeah. I thought it would be me sort of begging you, but don't forget podcast time. Don't forget. But I'm busy enough doing all the other work that uh, every week it comes around pretty quickly that it's time to record more podcast episodes. When you do a weekly podcast, right? Yeah. Because then uh, we record it and the next day I'll edit it and mm-hmm. then I upload it and I'm always thinking of what topics and I try and bring our life into the podcast. So throughout the day when something happens, I'll be like, ooh, that'd be good to discuss on the podcast. And so I'm always thinking about it. Plus then I'm going on Facebook and promoting it, right? So mm-hmm. weekly comes by quickly. It really does. But I mean, I wouldn't want to do it more frequently or less. I think weekly actually seems like the right amount. Mm-hmm. Um, I subscribe to a bunch of different podcasts and I couldn't get to them if it was more than weekly because yeah. I do have my daily that I listen to. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. Got to listen to my daily Bobby Bones podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, things that I've learned so far on the podcast is that it's actually easy, like you said, yeah, yeah. Um, that you just can plug in your microphones and away you go. It was a little bit dense at first trying to figure out what microphones to buy and what software to use. and For, for sure. But, you know, the internet is full of that information. Remember that time you came over to record a podcast and there was something really wrong with the microphones and it was all tinny? Yeah. And I couldn't, for the life of me, get them set up. We've never had that problem ever again. Yeah. Just once it just did not work. And, and so that episode had to get scrapped and it oh, was a really good one it because was a really good one. <laughs> it was right after Kate Middleton had announced that she was pregnant. Yeah. She has two kids. Zoe has two kids. I have two kids. So we were going to start the podcast with someone's expecting number three. Yeah. <laughs> Clickbait it and everyone was going to click and then we'd be like, surprise, it's Kate Middleton. Yes. Yeah, that didn't work out. No. Um... So I've also learned, it was episode seven, our breast cancer episode, that that was the one I struggled with the most in post-production. Right. I really, with this podcast, set out that I did not want to spend a ton of time editing. Mm-hmm. You know, natural flaws, it's just conversation. Because those are the type of podcasts you like to listen to. The free, the, what I guess, long form or whatever yeah. you want to call them. I mean, unpolished. Why does it have to be yeah. edited? Real. Very much real. I, we yeah. wanted it to be like you're sitting around talking with your girlfriends, having some coffee, talking with your sister. And that's the kind of conversations you would have. If you make a mistake, like who cares, mm-hmm. right? Where no one's perfect. Um, if we say, you know, silly things or overshare, that's part of the charm. <laughs> but with the, the episode seven, which was the breast cancer awareness episode, I felt like since we set out with a purpose on that one, I feel like when we originally recorded it, it's not that it missed the mark. But like that one, I really struggled with that it just wasn't as good as it should be or it was 
empty conversation or was it was it the wrong thing. It was really personal. Yeah. And like kind of we we basically told this st- if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Um but we sort of shared because our mother passed away from um, a battle with breast cancer and we really went really in depth into like what her- happened that day. Yeah. Right. It was just like y- it was a too much of a downer for for the message that we were trying to get across, mm-hmm. which the message I felt we were trying to get across was know your body, be your own advocate yeah. and be the squeaky wheel and just keep checking yourself because mm-hmm. They have made so many leaps and bounds in breast cancer um, recovery and um, I don't know what I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say here because people are catching it early and the work that they've done. You said in that podcast, the instances of breast cancer have not gone down, but the survival rate has. So um, I ended up doing like a whole redo of that whole podcast without Zoe knowing and uh, and that was what I learned so far that I don't want to do that ever again. That was a lot of work. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a labor of love. Yeah. So this is a good opportunity just before we get back to what we want to do on the podcast. Um, since that episode, I have learned about a project. We talked about whether or not did it make it. Did they, the, oh, we, we talked about something and then that hit the editing floor about whether or not we would get tested ourselves. And since then, I'm, I had said, and you won't hear this in episode seven, but I'll repeat it here. I personally am not eager to get tested to see whether or not we carry the gene that makes us more likely to develop breast or ovarian cancer. But if you are a Canadian who might be interested, that testing previously was more expensive. But now there's a new project, um, thescreenproject.ca. And that is organized through Women's Health women's college health in toronto and it's a it's a study that you have to pay to participate in to get the screening done but it's that they brought the cost way down so it's 165 dollars us um and you can do the screen the a swab of your mouth at home and send it away for testing because i saw that shared on facebook yeah. from a mutual friend so you can now get that test yeah for 165 dollars yeah and it'll tell you whether you have the breast cancer gene? Yes. And if you do it through this website, then they will get a copy of that data and it will help them with their research. Wow. We should share that out. Yeah. I'll share that out for the Canadians. Yeah. What's it called? The screen? The screenproject.ca. But what do you do when you get that information? I don't know. Yeah. So that's, that's a good conversation other... to talk to your doctor about. Yeah. Right. Before you go sending that down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's quite the rabbit hole in that yeah, yeah. We didn't. but some people like our mutual friend really wants that information right. and so for those that are they know that that's something that they want it is now more available to canadian women so that's great what was it before i don't know um but i think that you had to um either your doctor had to order the test which would right. on, only be for some people or you'd have to probably privately pay in the states so it would have been a lot more so something else I learned from this podcast is that you are not going to be the PTA mom. I'm you, not. <laughs> you ranted pretty much in like every other episode, something about school. I did. That's right. That has become a theme, which was not expected. I wasn't thinking this was going to be a ranty mom kind of podcast, but there we go. And so I think it was in episode eight that you went on a bit of a rant about um, magazines and the oh, magazine sales. Yes. And you said that your favorite magazine, Dwell, was not on the list of magazines. Oh my God, you have it home. <laughs> you ha- She has the envelope with the stupid coupe 
egg thing on it. And I've got and the list. well in there. I don't care. It is. It's a, you went all ranty without even knowing the facts. Yeah, I didn't even open the envelope because I don't believe in this kind of competitive fundraising thing. And I know that you didn't open it up because if you had, you would have seen the ad for Texture on here, which is the Netflix of magazines that I referred to in episode eight. Fabulous. I'm so I am I'm such a curmudgeon I'm a like get off my lawn kids kind of person when it comes to school fundraising I was so excited when this came home in my daughter's backpack to only bring it up on the podcast and then throw it out (laughs) so So my my youngest the five-year-old does not stop talking about that stupid egg on the front and he how he wants it for his birthday oh that is so sad is that not awful that's it's like this plastic egg keychain that they get if they have enough points from this fundraiser and no i've already looked people and you cannot buy them on ebay oh you wanted to seriously i was i would just be like can i buy him an egg for 10 bucks like seriously so can i don't just donate money to the school so that i can get him this egg keychain that he wants so I'm looking forward to reading this later about uh, it has dwell in there, doesn't it? It does have oh. dwell in there. Yes. So you can renew existing magazines, buy new magazines. We should sell magazines. If anyone wants no, to buy some magazines, no, we don't support. Come, come find me and we I'll. Uh, what else have you learned about podcasting? Other than the fact that I clearly am a negative human being. <laughs> <laughs> you already knew that. I know uh, what I've learned is that you are significantly better at talking than I am on this podcast what as the person who edits it (laughs) you are so eloquent 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 Eloquent. you are so eloquent (laughs) and I sound like a blathering moron who forgets some words (laughs) when I listen back I'm like what well, luckily I'm in charge of editing, so we'll just snip that. Snip, up. snip, snip, and I put myself <laughs> together, and it's. But I'm just like, what just happened there? Oh, that's too funny. So listening back, I'm like, there'll be large stretches of you talking because me trying to interject. I'm like, yeah, we got to clean that up. So at the when we started the podcast, we did a couple. We tried a couple of things like Sister Google and the five and ten or ten and five. Yeah, or, what five and was it uh, five and ten? Five, five and, and ten, ten. Yeah. And then the last couple have really just been kind of chatting. How are you feeling about that? Do you wish that we would kind of remember to include more of those? I mean, I think it's. I believe in like everything being organic, right? So, um, it, it hasn't needed to come up right Mm -hmm. so I think it's fun to play those games totally it is but I don't want to force it if it's like we're we're only doing podcasts like once a week and so if we're if if the feature seemed like it was you know good did it run its course I really like playing those games because I think people listening to the podcast can play along. Totally. Um, I get those games from the Bobby Bones show. <laughs> Not all of them, but I really enjoy it. Like Full recognition. Well, that's where like I draw a lot from that show because that's what I like love, mm-hmm. right? I every day want to listen to that show. Right. That's powerful. So powerful. It's not because it's on where I work or I have to drive for 20 minutes. So I might as well put it it out. I seek it out on a device. Right. And 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 I love that I can listen at any time. Right. If it's 10 o'clock and I've got time or, you know, if I can't wait, if I can't do it till five o'clock, that's okay. I a couple days ago went and visited my friend um, who's an hour and a half away 
I had to drive in the morning. The podcast wasn't out yet. So at her house, I was like, hey, can I have your Wi-Fi password so I can download? Because <laughs> when, when I left her house, it was like 1130. And I'm right. like, I got an hour and a half drive. Hey, I'm going to need to download this episode because so I wanted to listen. Tell me a little bit more about the Bobby cast. So he doesn't. So this is the Bobby Bones show. Oh, the Bobby Bones show. The radio show okay. that he puts out as a podcast. Right. He also on top of that has the Bobby cast. So he does not do the Bobby cast daily. No, that's weekly. Weekly. Okay. That's his just straight up podcast. Right. And then his morning radio show that's broadcast across um, the States is they take out all the commercials and all the music and you just get the straight up talking. Oh, that's fun. And it's about an hour and a half. Awesome. And that's what I listen to daily. I will admit that I miss some of his Bobby casts. Um, I, I just stockpile them. Right. Like I'm stockpiling other shows. I'll get around to it eventually, but I don't miss the morning show. That is a definite listen to. Amazing. And, and he's in Nashville. Like, yeah, you're not, this is not something that you've ever listened to organically. Did we listen to him when we were there on our trip? Uh, no. No. Because no, it was a weekend. The, we were on the weekend. Yeah. No, I just sort of discovered him through a rabbit hole of a few different things. Um, and I just, I really enjoy the conversations they have. Because when I listen to the show, it's just like friends talking. Mm-hmm. Um, they play funny games that I can play along with, but it's really just their lives. And then I always learn about 10 different things from that show. Those, oh, I didn't know that moments, right? Right, right? Because they share the stories. It's like your news feed, your Facebook feed. And so some of the stories that they're talking about, I've already heard because I've seen it come up in my feed, but they just provide their own perspective to it or it's stuff that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they'll say, oh, Oreo has this new cookie filling. If you can guess what it is, you win $50,000. Like they just tell the, some of the stories. Right. And um, they just do a really good job. And I just find it interesting because he put together his show with all people he knows. Right. They're not radio people. Right. They're interesting, fun people that are his good friends. And in, in radio, we always talk about putting shows together and how people have to have chemistry. Because if you despise your co-host, what kind of show is it going to be? Right. Right? Like, And most of the time, are shows pulled together with people who don't know each other? It, can, it goes both ways. Right. Right? I would say more often now, it's people who do know each other. Um, because you can't fake that chemistry. But for many years, it was an arranged marriage, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be like, hey, this talented guy and this talented person put them together. Um, but kind of can go both ways. In, in Vancouver, they just hired a morning show um, at uh, a top 40 station there, like contemporary music. Their best friends have been best friends for years. Right. But they've worked at three other radio stations together, right? But they just, I think they met in college, right? So right. it's pretty rare that you get to work with your best friend. That would be the dream. Totally. Right. Yeah, and yeah. amazing content would come out of it. Yeah. Because there's also many stories about people who hate each other. Yes. On air. And like how. <laughs> yeah. And still had successful morning shows, but despised each other um, to the point that people have walked away from their careers. On the last episode, we talked about Gilmore Girls mm-hmm. at the end. I've heard that Luke and Lorelai, the two actors, did not get along. Really? They had really good chemistry yeah. on the show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Unlike me, I get along with everyone. <laughs> so. Un- uh, but like me, I do not. There was yeah. this picture um, I saw. It was like a bridesmaid, a bride with tons of bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I can't. And the caption was, I can't believe these people have so many bridesmaids. I don't even like that many people. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> that is. A- I had three bridesmaids, but one of them was you. Right. Yeah. And. So was like so. 
No, I mean, like, so I only had to like two other people. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I only had three, too. Yeah. I had, uh, did I have a male bridesmaid? Maury? No. April? Oh, no. It was my husband who had, he had. A girl. A girl. Yeah. He had a girl. on. People do that all the time, right? Totally, they do. Yeah, switch it up. Yeah, yeah, so he had um, two guys and a girl. I like how you can't remember. You've been married now so long that you've officially forgotten your own wedding. Well, I just remember there was a girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, did I have a boy? But no. No. No, that didn't make sense. I don't like any boys other than the one I'm married to. (laughs) So I don't think there's anything else that I've learned with this podcast. I mean. Length? You're happy with the length? Yeah. Have you, it, because you listen to a lot of shorter podcasts sometimes. So you listen I listen to, to a ton of podcasts, right? No, I mean, a lot of them are around half an hour. There are some that are 10 minutes. I think it depends what you're doing. If you're doing daily tips, mm-hmm. there's one, um, like a marketing one, where they just try and do it in a, 10 minutes or less because they want it to be one daily actionable item an item you can actually hear and then implement right away right right what right? podcast is that can you remember uh, something called marketing or something right that that's something that i thought we would talk more about i thought we would talk about talk more about business and branding and marketing because that's stuff that we both find really interesting and in a different way we both use those top like those professionally right we both kind of work around that i'm an author and you work in radio but we touch on that you're you know you work in promotions and i have to promote my own books and all of that um but we don't talk about it as much as i thought we would and we might i mean we're only 10 episodes in totally still baby podcasters right in about four weeks or so i'm heading back to work which will probably mean less stories about what I'm doing with my kids <laughs> right? and more stories about marketing. Yeah. I've been gone from work almost a year. So it's like, it'll be interesting the transition of going back and how things have changed mm-hmm. as not like changed up my office, but like how we market things. Totally. Right. It is because the world changes so quickly now. So you know, quickly. what works, what works now will not work in the same way six months from now. Right. So it's something that you kind of have to constantly keep on top of. I think that's one reason also why we haven't talked about it yet is because while we both find it interesting as observers, I don't think that either of us are trying to pretend in any way that we're like experts in that regard. We're like consumers of that stuff. And I think, yeah, the stuff that we've talked about most confidently, like my favorite episode was the husband's episode. Okay. And I feel like. That was just, I mean, talking about our husbands is something which we, you know, we can do really confidently for quite a period of time. We've got lots of material there. What was your favorite episode so far? I liked episode six, which was our Thanksgiving and um, the Girl Guide cookies. Oh, yeah. And the Canadian, (laughs) the Canadian stuff. Because I'm, you know, very proudly Canadian. Totally, yeah. And I really enjoy, you know, the American, um, what Americans think of us and, um, we're happy that Donald Trump is not our president. Yeah. So. Yeah. We, I mean, like, honestly, we are. There's just no, there's no washing that. They always say, yeah. don't talk about religion or politics. You but, know, but I, I feel like I've heard that, but I've never really felt that. I saw a meme the other day um, from a Facebook group, which I don't know anything about the Facebook group. So, like, you know, don't shoot me if, it, if it's not a good page or whatever, but it's sweat, sweatpants and coffee. Mm. And the meme was... Um, speak your truth and the people who will stick around after you've spoken your truth that's your tribe totally and a hundred percent that has been my motto for the last year 
Um, I feel like I, I like to always be polite and respectful and um, and and not over the top. Definitely not take things to an attacking kind of level. But I'm concerned about the world's politics at the moment. I'm concerned about some of the decisions that people are making and the misinformation which is leading them to make those decisions. Like the truth of the matter is that people believe lies about Hillary Clinton and they don't believe the truth that is right in front of them about Donald Trump. And that's a shame. And I think saying that out loud is not a risk. It's, um, it, it, it's, you know, we have a privilege to be able to say that without repercussion. And there are people who need to hear that. They need to know that other people see that truth too. That's something like there have been readers who, because I'm, I'm not shy about my politics as an author. And there have been readers who've gotten mad at me because they voted for Donald Trump. But there are way more readers who have quietly reached out and said, I agree. And nobody, I don't know anybody in real life. I live in Alabama and nobody around me voted for Hillary, but I voted for Hillary. And I'm so glad that you can say that. So, you know, there you go. That's my, (laughs) that's my little soapbox. One thing uh, with our podcast some of the topics that we just haven't talked about that have been big news stories mm-hmm. like um, Weinstein. Yeah. So like I the mean, Las Vegas shooting. We are, we're recording these podcasts a little bit ahead um, because that's what you do. I mean, that was one of the tips that we got um, with podcasting. So this podcast is being recorded right after the Harvey Weinstein news broke and it won't air until November. Yeah. Like four weeks later. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, you'll be like, hey, you could have talked about that over the last three podcasts, but we couldn't because those were recorded before that news broke. And the, yeah, I mean, at some point, not this episode, but at some point in the, in, you know, in a future episode, I think we should talk about toxic masculinity and male privilege and the ways that as women, we, and I don't mean you and I, but I mean all of us, um, and I don't think that anybody should feel attacked when I say that, but we allow men right like that's not it's not our fault at all this is on men but we also support them in that privilege right how many times have you heard a woman say well he's not that bad or boys will be boys we need to call men on their shit but we also need to call each other on the ways that we have internalized that misogyny I think you got a lot to talk about on this subject. <laughs> but yeah, like that's the thing I've learned with this podcast is like you have to decide what you're going to be or figure it out. But Figure it out, I think is, you know, decide that's kind of where you want to start, but then let it kind of evolve from there. Because we're not, there's so many places you can go to for daily information. Totally. We're not going to be your breaking news podcast. No, because we're four weeks behind. <laughs> right? And even if you're in the now, like we're yeah. just having those conversations. We'll get around to having those conversations, the ones that we find of interest yeah. or that you want to hear. And we're hoping to make evergreen content that people can listen to if they're yeah. discovering us six months down the road or two weeks down the road. Well, sadly, I think that a conversation about toxic masculinity will be evergreen. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> right? Yeah conversations on gun control like yeah all and and it's been interesting because sometimes you are at a loss for words when this stuff happens and sometimes you're not right depending whether we're talking gun control or toxic masculinity or 
Black Lives Matter, you know, well, the NFL well, protests. There's so much. There's so much craziness going on in this world. And there's only time, so many times that we can say we're at a loss for words. Yeah. No, you need to dig deeper. <laughs> and and then you need to find some words. You need yeah. to find some words. Yeah, totally. Um, and you don't have to have the right words, but you can just say what you're feeling. Because yeah. I think for too many years we have. And often... If you are at a loss for words, but you feel something deep down, what you should probably do is look around for somebody who who has the right words and amplify their voice. You know, like just search for somebody's post who is saying what you think and just like retweet it or share it, particularly if that is somebody who, um, you know, is a person of color, is a woman, if they're talking about rape. Like, I, you know, I appreciate all the kind thoughts that like good guys in Hollywood have about rape but frankly I don't want to hear from them right now I want to hear from women right and when we're talking about Black Lives Matter I want to amplify the voices of people of color yep very good point Mm -hmm. that's very good so often you know we're like oh I don't know what I want to say well just find somebody else's voice and and give it a boost that's what I did with the um the Las Vegas shooting with Mm -hmm. the Jimmy Kimmel Mm-hmm. I really liked his, and so I shared that. Totally. And he's from Las Vegas, yes, right? Like he for is. him, it was deeply personal. And um, yeah, that's, I mean, Jimmy He Kimmel, was so good. Yeah. He was so good. He was like, they keep saying now is not the time to be political. Quite frankly, it is the time. Yeah. Yeah. That was really, he's, I mean, and he's also been quite good on healthcare. Yeah. Because, he, you know, of his experience with his son. And he's brave in the face of quite a lot of attack, you know. So, yeah, there's lots of really good comedians <laughs> who are, who are really. They are the news of 2017, they really which is are. so bizarre. And, and they don't really want to wear that mantle, but they're wearing it well anyway. <laughs> they have to. That's what he said. He goes, I wish I could come out here and talk to you about pumpkin spice pizza and the Kardashians, <laughs> but I can't because this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, he nailed it. Yeah. He nailed it. So, yeah. hey, this is not podcast related or, or dark news related or anything like that, but did you really buy the gentle giant pumpkin spice cheerios for an anniversary present yes okay why (laughs) i don't know (laughs) she she shared this video this little video clip on um on social media of you know it's the seven year anniversary and this is what he got me and what did he get you he got me a copper bracelet because seventh anniversary is copper and you got him pumpkin spice cheerios does he like pumpkin spice yeah does he like cheerios yeah yeah, who kind doesn't? Of. Who doesn't love? Were they good? They were okay. <laughs> they were okay. I mean, I'm not judging. We don't do anniversary yeah. gifts, so you're already ahead of us. But yeah, I I kind of felt bad that I hadn't got him a gift, <laughs> and I was at the grocery store and I saw them and I thought this would be an acceptable gift. And then as it turns out, they like were the color of copper. Right. Like he has been acting colder to me since then. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be why. Like, you might want to leave a piece of paper and a pen out and ask him to write a Christmas list or something. Um, full disclosure, he bought himself an anniversary gift. Oh. Came downstairs and was like, if you haven't got your husband anything, this would be appropriate. <laughs> and then threw it at me. <laughs> and then I gave it to him. So in the husband episode, we talked about how much I always like your husband and I like I feel like we're kindred spirits and I always take his side. I did the exact same thing two Christmases ago. Right. I gave the Viking an iPad mini case. Right. And I was like, you should fill this with an iPad and give it to me for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the husband's been buying himself gifts for years that I just turn around and give to him. Um, we are just finishing up a bathroom renovation, and I just came back from England, so I feel like we've spent enough. Mm-hmm. So I just kept saying, like, we don't need anything. Yeah. He still got me a beautiful copper cuff. Yeah. So, you know, hashtag fail on my behalf. <laughs> no, I thought it was hilarious. So it gave us podcast content. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Actually, you know what I did for our anniversary? I let him go see Blade Runner. I, I gave him a three hour is pass. That, was that a remake? A, a yeah, redo well, sequel? It's not a redo. It was just a sequel like oh. 30 years later. And it was like three hours. I was going to go with him as a you know nice wife thing and i was like oh i guess i'll go with you and then i found out it was three hours and i was like "Mm, no did i ever tell you about the time that the viking tried to trade me um he wanted me to watch paranormal activity okay with him have you ever seen any of the paranormal? no okay so they're terrible yeah i think this was paranormal activity three and he said you know he was like you should watch paranormal activity with me i was like no he's like what if you if you watch this movie that i want you to watch you can have me read any book you want me to read okay and he's a voracious reader but he reads like steampunk and post-apocalyptic thrillers and stuff like that he generally does not read like romance novels and romantic suspense which is what i which is what i enjoy reading and I was like, oh, there are so many good books that I want. Like, I would love it if we could read. And so I gave him my most favorite romance novel of all time, which is called Unlawful Contact by Pamela Clare. It's the third book in the I-Team series. And it starts with um, the, the heroine, Sophie, is, I think she's 16. And she's in love with this guy named Mark Hunter. And he is leaving for the army and they have sex the night that he leaves for the army that's the prologue and then the book continues not that the viking will ever discover this because he stopped at that point gave it back to me and he said i'm not reading underage sex this is a deal breaker (laughs) i was like so that's how i accidentally got out of watching paranormal activity three um but it continues in an, it's the most amazing book. They, she, like years later, she's a investigative reporter and she goes to interview a prisoner for a story. And it is that guy <sighs> and he kidnaps her and, and breaks out of the jail and goes on the lamb with her as his hostage. What? But he's secretly the guy that she gave her virginity to when she was a teenager. But she doesn't realize that? She doesn't realize that first. Not when she's interviewing him. I think that she realizes... It's been a while since I've read it. I have to go back and reread. Okay, what's it called again? Unlawful Contact. And it's such a good book. Oh my god! And it's the third book in the series? The third book in the series. Um, Each book is about a different couple. And it's actually where I started the series. Interesting. And then I went back and read book one and book two. And it's my, one of my most favorite series of all time. But that book, formative. And it's so good. She just, you know, like that's a plot line that sounds really terrifying. But the way she pulls it off and they know each other and he's obviously been framed. Like he was obviously in prison. Obviously. Obviously. And he needs to break out so that he can prove his innocence. Obviously. As one does. It sounds like Tom Cruise would play him if it was in the movie. No, Tom Cruise is awful. No, but that's all the Mission Impossible. I know. But right? you know, Where actually, like- even though... Even though we don't like Tom Cruise, we actually really enjoy the Mission Impossible and the Jack Reacher movies. Yeah. Both of them. But have you ever noticed in those movies that Tom Cruise, there, it must be in his contract that he has to take his shirt off? There's always, in every single one of those scenes, there is a gratuitous 
oh, Tom's taking off his shirt scene. A hundred percent. We Because we watched like three of them in a row. Oh, and then that's when it. And really all did. of a sudden the Viking was like, is he going to take off his shirt? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I don't think he needs to do that in this scene. And I was like, I bet it's in his contract. Right, maybe. Yeah. Weirder things, right? Okay, well, let's wrap it up on that because I've learned way more than I was expecting to with this, <laughs> what we've learned so far on the podcast. Oh, that's podcast. right. We were supposed to talk about more about podcast stuff, but we're good. Well, I don't think so. I mean. What we have learned is that we're enjoying what we're doing. Loving it. So much fun. And we can't wait to do more. It's the adult conversation. <laughs>